Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your host, Travis Reed. And I want to say today I am back, finally back. It's been a little bit hectic, uh, you know, was <laughs> been sick and then, you know, just been really bad, but uh, also taking care of my son. So, yeah, things have been a little bit hectic for me, but now I am officially back, was out of town for work um, and on vacation and things like that. So I couldn't couldn't record. But now, like I said, I am back. And I will be doing the show. <laughs> now, like I told you guys before, I will be having a guest host for the UCLA basketball season, special guest host. I haven't, I don't know if I told, said it yet, but he is a former UCLA athlete himself. And he will be doing the show with me. Let's just hope he he still, you know, he said he was. So I don't want to, I want to surprise everybody. And, you know, when I get on and do this, so with him, and so, yeah, I just definitely want to uh, make sure that, you know, everything is, a, you know, a, a full go with him b- before I announce it to everybody. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up <laughs> before he gets on. So, uh, but to give you a hint, I have interviewed him on an athlete's journey. So figure it out. We'll see. <laughs> former UCLA athlete I've interviewed on an athlete's journey so uh, today you know I want to go back over a couple games um, you know that that you know UCLA football has been through but let's just start with the obviously the last game I think that UCLA's defense is the best in the Pac-12, even better than Oregon. I think their defense is even better than Oregon's. I think Oregon's overall a better team because Oregon's offense is just as good as their defense. But I think uh, UCLA's defense is the best in the Pac-12. It's probably one of the best in the country, to be honest. Their defensive line is stout. Um, I think their defensive line is, you know, you know, is is great. They have NFL guys. Uh, you know the one guy. He's he's probably gonna be a first round pick, uh, sack leader. He's what do you have like four sacks yesterday? Yeah, he was insane. I was at the game. I was like, this is crazy. Um, he's you know the, the defensive line basically single handedly won the game for UCLA. The defensive line, like the offense. If you think about it, we're gonna get we're talking about UCLA and Colorado yesterday. The offense did. Nothing for the first half. Nothing at all, essentially. I mean, if you take out their defense in any other game and put – say you take out their defense and put SC's defense, which I'm sorry to say is just ridiculous. Their, their defense is – SC's defense is ridiculous. It's not even, you know, like – you can't beat USC and be that that terrible of a defense. Like, their defense is not good. It's ridiculous. They gave up 50 to Cal. To Cal, you know, um, but that's a whole nother story. Now, um, I was like, you know, 
they UCLA had four turnovers, four, and their defense gave up six points from four turnovers. You know how insane that is? They had four turnovers. They had, they had three picks and a fumble in the first half, and they gave up only – it might have been four. It might have been two. Yeah, I know they had two fumbles and two picks, but it might have been all four in the first half. And it was seven to six. You said they was winning with four turnovers. And like I said, two of them, uh, two of them were in like you know obviously the the you know close to the end zone. So uh, the running back he ran and got hit, popped up. You know both running backs ran, got hit, and fumbled. Like I said, that's all. That's UCLA's kind of Achilles' heel offensively is turnovers. Um, and I, and it is true when you have three quarterbacks, you really have none because they, you know, he played the other two quarterbacks, uh, the veteran quarterbacks, Ken stayed and then the starter, obviously from last year. Uh, and they both do picks, you know, the freshman and that's, he was his Achilles heel that he was not only throwing picks, he was going to pick sixes, you know, starting at the, uh, starting at the Utah game, you know, do a pick six Utah game, do a pick six, you know, uh, Oregon State. I mean, he threw pick sixes in almost all the games. Utah was 14 to seven, and he threw a pick six, and that was in Utah. So, um, you know, I just think that, like, they they went back to the vets because the freshman was turning the ball over. And I just felt like it was a situation where, you know, they said, well, let's go back to the vets, and the vets don't pick six. I mean, you know, one day I have a, a running quarterback who rarely ever throws. It felt like every time he came in, it was just for a running play. Uh, and then they have another quarterback who usually gives up at least one interception every game. Uh, you know, but like I said, overall, besides the interception, I thought he played really, really, really good. Uh, you know, that, this is what UCLA is going to do. They're going to ball control you to death. They're going to, you know, they're going to play strong defense and they're going to run the ball. And that's what they're going to do. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to overexert themselves. They're not going to try to think it's not them. I think Chip Kelly is going to be like, you know, we're going to just run the ball. You know, Ethan, you know, he was 20 for 27, which was efficient. Two touchdowns. Obviously, he had the interception. You know, Colin came literally in his only one pass interception. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, there aren't any corners in the country uh like the corner from Colorado. Like he's probably one of the best corners in the country. He's sensational when it comes to um, you know, interceptions. You know, he is he's the real deal. And like I said, I think that like uh he's you know, like Colorado has a ways to go to, you know, become elite. Obviously, we knew they weren't going to be elite. I, I thought you said they would beat them, you know, just because they were so much more physical. It was, I mean, it was a, the office that, like, it was, it was a joke. I mean, when if you look at the quarterback, I, look, I gave Sudor Sanders a lot of props because he took a beating out there. I, I watched it, a beating. He got hit every time they passed, and I was just like, so are y'all not going to? Switch it up. Y'all going to keep five receivers out there and just keep getting them get hit every play? He was getting hit every play. It was 25 quarterback hits 
or 25 pressures or something and like 18 quarterback hits. That's insane. How can your quarterback get hit 18 times? Eight sacks, seven sacks. I'm sorry. I mean, and he really could have been 10 sacks because they got to him. He had to move his way, move, move around and throw out. He still got hit. And to me, I just was like, man, I think uh, obviously Coach 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 Sanders, Coach Deion Sanders knows that, you know, he has to get an offensive and decent defensive line. That, that should be his main priority is an offensive line to protect his son. You know, <laughs> because if his son is his son could be like, man, forget this. I'm about to go pro. <laughs> I could go. I could go make some money holding the clipboard for a year. At least the offensive line would be better than what I got now. Because this, he was taking a beating. Like I said, one player for UCLA had four sacks. Obviously, he's a first round pick, right? But I mean, you know, it was insane. He had seven. He, like I said, it was. You know, I felt like I said I felt bad for him. I really did. I was like, this is insane. Like, you know, like he was getting hit every single play down the field, every single play, every time they pass. And they kept passing. And they decided, well, you know, we're going to keep passing, keep passing, keep passing. And, you know, like, and we'll see what happens. Like I said, the second in the beginning of the game, they kind of like, you know, um, they kind of just got it out of his hands fast, quick, 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 quick. But then they started getting away from that and trying to go deep and just every time sack, hit, sack, hit, sack, hit, sack, hit. You know, I thought it was, you know, like I said, it was it was JV versus varsity when it comes to the defense on the defensive line single handling one. Like I said, they kind of backed off at the end. They scored a meaningless touchdown um at the end of the game. But yeah, it was I felt bad for him, like I said. Now I thought Logan uh Lola, Lola, uh, played really good. Had seven. They couldn't hold him. Seven receptions, one hundred and eleven yards. They couldn't stop him. Every big first down, every big third down play, he got it. He was wide open on a lot of them. Obviously, Mister Sanders has to work on his defensive side of the ball. They are awful on defense, uh, even with his son and Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter, you know, being the best two way guy in the country. But the problem is, like I said, when you're doing two-way, you can't give 100% on one side or the other. And I just thought, like, you know, like, they were just – it was just bad. It was just really, really bad for, you know, Shador. Like, he he was toughed it out. His brother gets gets kicked out the game for targeting. Now, do I think it was, you know, unnecessarily terrible targeting? No. But, hey, things, you know – you're on the road. You're flexing after the hit. I mean, you know, like, what do you think the ref is going to do? And so the ref gave him targeting, and he got kicked out. And the defense just, you know, went to went to mess after that. I thought that, you know, they, um, I thought that, like I said, just the defense played. I thought the defense played great. You know, great, spectacular for what the offense they gave them, and obviously the offense got the running game got better, and you know, T, you know, like I said, T.J. Harden is starting to become the main back. Obviously, Steele is good, but Steele's has a little bit of fumble. He fumbles. You know, he's a good player, but he fumbles a little bit. And like I said, T.J. 
Uh, Harden is becoming the main guy. He had 20 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Now, still, still had 11 for 75, but he also had a fumble. So, you know, like I said, I think UCLA, they can't score enough to beat, you know, the Oregons, Washingtons. I don't even think they can really score enough to beat. If if UCLA can stop the run, they can beat them by a lot because it could be – if USC can stop the run, you know, uh, it'll be – a tough game for UCLA because it, I don't know if they uh, offense can score enough, you know, because they can't, the quarterback is a good quarterback, but he's bound to do one or two mistakes and that will cost the team the game, you know, uh, even with the great defensive line, you know, once, uh, if once the pressure got let up on Sudor Sanders, he threw, he went, they went boom, 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 touchdown. And if like they, when they play USC, if dude is scrambling around and making those scramble plays, uh, can the back end hold the receivers? Now the front end is going to dominate USC's front end, but can the back end hold the players? But like I said, his score was twenty eight to sixteen. I thought it was really over in the you know in the third quarter. It was like twenty eight to nine or twenty eight to six, whatever it was. It was it was kind of over then. Because I, I didn't think that Colorado was going to get in. Like, the, like, they couldn't block them at all. They couldn't block them. They couldn't block up front. And like I said, they were doing pressures with five, but really they were getting home with four, four guys. They were just getting home with just, you know, four guys. Boom. He was getting hit. He throw it, get hit, throw it, get hit. And they like I don't, they didn't they didn't add an extra tight end. They added an extra back, but their backs are little. So it was just, like I said, a butt whooping. It was a butt whooping. Uh, Oregon kind of put the blueprint out to everybody how to beat Colorado, which is put pressure. If you have four, just put pressure. And then their offensive linemen are, are no good. So he's going to, like I said, uh, Coach Prime is going to have to basically start from scratch on his offensive line, maybe keep one of them, maybe the center or something like that. But he's going to have to really go out and recruit heavy offensive, line, heavy offense and defensive lines. Because they, let's be honest, folks, like the best teams in the country that are ranked the top five, top 10, there's no high flying offense with no offensive line, defensive line. There's none of that. You know, you got Georgia, who's obviously, you know, the problem with Georgia is boredom. You know, they, they have to go through the season. You know, they're the, they're the, they have the best, a great online, a great D line, period. Michigan, great online, great D line. Ohio State athletes, you know, great athletes, but good O-line, good D-line. Um, you know, Florida State, same thing. You know, Alabama, same thing. Texas, same thing. These teams who are great on the outside, but no meat in the middle, you know, you know like your Colorados, USC's, they have great skill players. Well, SC don't have great skill players, but good skill players. Um, but if their offensive line is no good, the quarterback's going to struggle. It doesn't matter who it is. You see Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is running for his life, running for his life this year. <laughs> People think he's going to come back? Please. Caleb is out. Once this season's over, he's like, I'm I'm getting paid my 2.7 from my NIL. I can go get paid, you know, $30 million or what was it, $40 million guaranteed or whatever it is for the, being the first pick. In the NFL, so yeah, I'm gonna just go do that. You know, at least then I'm getting paid uh, you know, forty million dollars. So 
I don't think that he would come back for another $5 million, you know, and run around for his life. If I, if he did, I would say that tell Lincoln Riley, look, coach, you got to go get offensive linemen. And I mean the best of the best. You got to go get the best of the best because this is insane. I can't be running around because he gets hit a lot. He gets hit a lot. That's why he's running around all the time. You know, he's like running around, running around. Like some of that's his fault because he's running in the sacks, but some of that's not his fault. Some of that's just the offensive line is terrible. They're not as good as they were last year. And like I said, Lincoln doesn't want to run the ball. So I was like, yeah, like he's going to come back next year for that? No, I don't think so. And if he doesn't fire his boy, now like I said, I don't want to be SC basher, but their defense is historically terrible. And I don't think that, um, you know, like if he doesn't fire his coach, Grinch, uh, his friend, then he should get fired because that's just his is just awful, awful. He's awful. Grinch is awful as a coach, defensively. Awful. Awful. Like, you know, SC's, they're historically bad defensively. They were worse than they were when they was with Clay Hilton. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had a better defense than this. This is awful. But back to the game, uh, I think that, you know what I'm saying, UCLA's defense is, you know, great. I think they're going to lose the defensive coordinator. I think he's going to Somebody's going to offer him a lot of money. NFL, another, you know, maybe Penn State, you know, uh, somebody's going to offer him a lot of money. Somebody's going to offer him a lot of money. Like he's going to, he's he might leave. Like I know S UCLA has a lot of money, but somebody might offer him. Like they say, let's just say he makes three hundred thousand, right? Four hundred. Somebody's going to say, look, we will double, we will triple it. We'll make you one point two million dollars to be a defensive coordinator to come coach with us. And I think he will take it. He might, he probably will take it because how can you not? He's going to be a super high commodity for a lot of different teams, you know? So, but, uh, because he's transformed this UCLA defense to something special. They are something special. Their team is something special. And I think that like, you know, being six and two, they'll probably be ranked about 20, about 20, you know, maybe 19 or something like that in the, in a new poll that's coming Tuesday, obviously the cottage cottage poll playoff poll. So, you know, six and two, I said nine wins. Um, they're right on pace for that. You know, they have basically four games left, right? And three of them should be guaranteed wins. Uh, at Arizona should be tough. Now I'm not going to lie. Arizona has been playing. They just, smacked uh you know they should smack somebody but yeah they've been playing really 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 good Arizona's really really good uh in the in the pack too so like they're really good obviously they took Washington and SC down to the wire um so yeah they're really good Arizona State should be a win that should be they should be eight and two going into that USC game at SC on on November 18th um yeah, I think I really think that you know, like they and then they play Cal at the end. So like I said, nine. I look, they can win out. I think they still could win out and win ten, and then go to you know, if you got ten wins, two losses, you know, one games, and you know, you got to you can get to a nice bowl. I don't know if it's gonna be a New Year's Eve bowl, but let's just say a good bowl. Now if they get nine wins, you're still nine and three, going into another, you know, like going into the Big Ten. I, I think you can build on that. You can build on what they have. The freshman has played this year, so he won't be scared of the moment. Uh, 
Uh, he's played in, you know, games and shit. He played at Utah, things like that. So, like, he won't be scared of the moment going into a Michigan, an LSU, uh, you know, or whatever the case is, you know, Ohio State, Penn State next year. So, you know, I think that they'll be losing some pieces, maybe the defensive coordinator as well. But I think they'll be a good team moving forward, you know, like I said, because he has a great – what what Chip Kelly has done this year is really – uh, went back old school. To be honest, he he went back to, you know, everybody on his line is three hundred plus, and his defensive line is stout. So offensive de- the offensive line, the defensive line, is really carrying the team. I think they have great players on the outside. Don't get me wrong, but I think the offensive line, the defensive line is really good. I mean, the defensive line basically wrecked the game by themselves yesterday. I think it's not even close. You know, they basically won the game. And kept them in the game. You know, they won the game. Like I said, even though the score is 28-16, it really could have been more. You know. And as far as the Stanford game, 42-7, like Stanford's already not that good. Now, obviously going into Oregon State, Oregon State's tough. They were top 15 team. Um, really good team. You know, when they beat you, they know they beat because of turnovers. Like I said, turnovers. Oregon State's great defensively. They beat them turnovers. Like I said, they're still top 15 in the country. And like I said, this year, the Pac-12 is a gauntlet. It really is. It's a gauntlet, you know? Um, you know, and them obviously beating beating Washington State when they were still ranked at the time. Uh, Washington State is number 13 in the country. And so, yeah, like I said, they're, you know, uh, they you know they, UCLA beat them when they were undefeated. You know, and now uh, the funny thing is Washington State beat them when they were undefeated. You said they beat them when they're undefeated. You know, they were 4-0 and at the time, and you said they beat them, and then they lost four in a row. You said they started them on their losing streak. So now Washington State's really not that good. But, you know, losing to Oregon State isn't bad because Oregon State is still good. Um, you know, Oregon State. Is six and is it six and one? Yeah, six and one. You know, so they're number sixteen in the country. So, like I said, it's only that's only really you know like there's no terrible loss. You know, saying for UCLA, like, I think they're really, really, really the two losses is to Oregon State and Utah. You know, and like I said, being six and two and number like twenty three in the country or twenty in the country. I'm sorry, I think their defense is like I said stout. They got those twins. They got, you know, the, you know, they got, they just got a stout team defensively in front. And I didn't realize it, but like I said, their defense, you know, is going to carry, their defense is going to carry them this year. And like I said, next week, you know, they, they can go on, they've been on a little streak. They, you know, they lost, obviously, you know, they won Stanford. They beat Colorado. They're going to Arizona, which is a tough game. Uh, but if they win, uh, that'll be a three-game streak. Then they beat Arizona game. They beat four-game winning streak. They beat eight and two. Like I said, going into the SC game at SC. Um, and you never know. Like I said, if they went out, they can go ten and two, be a really good season. And if they win the bowl game, eleven and two, that'd be the, you know one of the better better years in UCLA recent history. Um, as far as everything else, um, I really think that UCLA. Um, if they can just, if, I know, I know Chip is, you know, coach, coach Kelly is like really trying to figure out his quarterback situation. 
I don't know if you should be in game seven. Game, it was a game, was a game yeah, eight, you going back and forth with your quarterbacks, you know? Like, you don't do that in game eight. You might do that in the first four games. You don't do that in game eight. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, like, you got to pick your quarterback. You stick with your quarterback, you know? Like, obviously, you switch. You just switch the quarterback, and you switch them, and then you switch them in the middle of the game. Then the guy comes in and throws a pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> now the second half, when it, you know, really didn't matter because it was garbage time, he came and scored a touchdown to kind of put it away. Um because, like I said, uh, Colorado couldn't pass, you know, at all. So I don't know. And they don't run, you know. They they don't run and they don't – they can't pass block. So that's a recipe for disaster against one of the top defenses in the country. You know, UCLA only allows uh, like 15 points a game, 282 yards. And, you know, like last year they was giving up 32 points a game and 400 and something yards. So, like, they really, 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 really short of that defense. So, like – Colorado, the fact that they couldn't run the ball, all they tried to do was pass. Dude kept getting hit and hurt. And I'm like, you know, let that, like, you know, they just let the dogs out, you know, for for UCLA. They let them dogs out. But like I said, next week is at Arizona. Arizona's tough. You, Arizona beat UCLA at UCLA last year. You know, they came into the Rose Bowl and beat them, you know, so – uh, they got a shifty little quarterback. You know, I watched him when they play USC, and he's shifty. He's, you know, he's more athletic than uh, he might not be as good as Sanders, but he's more athletic for sure. He's he can run around, so he can you know, if UCLA is coming up, you know, for that pass rush and they don't stay in their lanes, he can kill them. Um, I think that you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Arizona tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, next week, I'm sorry. And then Arizona State, the week after that. So you don't be looking ahead to SC. I think the funny thing about it is, you know, speaking as a UCLA fan, uh, I look at SC and I look at their defense. The defense is horrible, horrible. You know, and the funny thing is if SC, let's just say SC wins out. I don't think they will, but let's just say they do. If they went out, they can actually get to the championship because that means they would would have beat Washington and Oregon and UCLA and then beat Washington and Oregon again. They don't even realize that. That's a funny thing, you know? (laughs) I don't don't think they're going to do it, but, hey, you know, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I think, but UCLA, like I said, they, 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 you know, I picked them to get nine wins. They're right on track. They should have nine wins for sure. And then there's the in-between, the flip game is USC game. So we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I'm really proud of the team. They're coming together defensively. They're really like they're a smash mouth team, you know, which is weird for a Chip Kelly team. I never seen a Chip Kelly team that's a smash mouth team. This team is smash mouth, like physical up front, physical on offense with the running, big backs. Uh really good team, like I said. You know, I, I'm really proud of UCLA. Big, big, strong physical team. One of the most physical teams in the last five years, for sure. You know, like I said, I thought Zach Charmaine was the best running back in the country. That was just my opinion last year, even though B.J. Robinson got all the pub. But they weren't a smash-mouth team, even though he was a smash-mouth runner. I think uh, this year they become a smash-mouth, defensive, strong. You're not going to score a lot of points. 
uh, even though there's a couple to, but really, like I said, it, they they're in the defense would be even better if the offense wouldn't put them in such bad situations. You know, like they threw, like I said, imagine this: four turnovers, four, two fumbles, two picks, and they only gave up 16 points. Really, just nine. Because like the last turn, last touchdown was at the end of the game when it really didn't mean nothing, you know. That's it. Like that's how good their defense is. They gave up sixteen, you know, points, and like I said, it really nine. And the offense didn't really play good at all. They ran the ball pretty good. They did what they had to do. But he, that's what he's going to do this year: ball control. Just a good, it was a good game, like I said. Um, but I would love to see them, you know. Like I said, SC is going to be an interesting game for them. Obviously, we're not. I'm not. Arizona is going to be an interesting game first, but SC is going to be an interesting game because they can, you know, he can make plays off script. He can he can run around and like the the, the blitz and things like that. Like we'll see their their DBs will get tested. I think they have you know UCLA has good DBs, but they're going to get tested against him against Caleb. Um, but like we're not to worry about right now. Like Arizona at Arizona is going to be a tough game next week. It is because he runs around and he can make plays off the run. Now he's, is he, he's a short quarterback, so he's not that tall. So, you know, as he can be physical with him, you know, do those football things fall on you after, you know, you throw the ball and those extra things that you can't really do in the NFL no more. So, yeah. But I, like I said, let's go Bruins. We are right on track for that nine and three record, possibly 10 and two. If they can win out, and you know we're right where I thought we would be. Now in the, in the coming weeks, we're gonna start talking about UCLA basketball because it's coming up. Like I said, even though they don't have them ranked, they have you. They have three players ranked in the top twenty as far as going in the draft. Um, but I, they don't have UCLA ranked in the, in the preseason way too early to, or preseason top twenty five, which is crazy to me. You can't have three first round picks and not have not even be ranked in top twenty five. You know that which is that's crazy. But I don't think I'm worried about that because I I know the coach is going to be ready. The coach is going to be really ready, and he's gonna he's gonna be prepared. You know for the season to start. Like I said, I know UCLA basketball men's basketball is going to be really good this year. I think it's going to be interesting because, like I said, this is like his first kind of year without uh, the other coach's talent. You know, like this is his first. I mean, obviously he's recruited and recruited, but this is like his first year with strictly all of his talent for the most part. Uh, there won't be no Jaime Hawkins, no Tiger, no, you know, like all these guys are gone. All these guys are not are not the old talent that he was coaching. These are all new talented guys. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with everything, you know, with his team. I know they're going to be tough-minded and, you know, great to watch. I can't. Me personally, I can't wait to see what's going to be happening this year. I'll be at. I'll be at some games, not all of them, but some. So I'm excited. Like I said, for the year that you know, for the for the for the games to be happening, and I'm excited for everything to be really, 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 uh, you know, really good. So we'll see. Like I said, um, but as far as UCLA football, I'm I'm really proud of the team. Team, keep going, keep doing your thing, and uh, you know, we like I said, we'll be talking about it next week against at Arizona. One game at a time. It was, I want to say thank y'all for listening. Like I said, I, I apologize. It's been really, really crazy these last uh, couple of weeks. But now I'm back, and I'm going to just be back for good now. Like I said, in the coming weeks for basketball, I should have a co-host. 
Uh, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, listen in, tune in. Thank you for the ones who still stay loyal. Uh, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed. That's R-E-E-D. Uh, Travis W. On Instagram and Facebook. I post all my social media on that. Uh, you can also follow my YouTube page. It's on my Instagram page. Um, and I'll put in the link for the show. i put in the link so you can just, like I said, click it, subscribe, and you get all an athlete's journey interviews. Like I said, I'll have a lot of them with former UCLA players and, and things like that. So both football and basketball and yeah. And obviously other, I know NFL, NBA business people. So yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and so like, you know, in the coming weeks, I got an interview coming out with uh former UCLA athlete, Kevin Daly, you know, Harlem Globetrotter, uh, former Harlem Globetrotter. It was in Michael Jordan commercials, played UCLA. We played UCLA together. So yeah. Well, I want to say thank you, like I said, for listening. And uh, like I said, you can follow me once again at Travis W. Reed, R-E-E-D, on Instagram and Facebook. And Travis Reed, UCLA on X. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.